Hey there, you spicy listeners. This is CJ. Uh, We have something a little bit different this week. Uh, We have been doing this show for about two years now. And in that time, we have had a lot of laughs. We've had a lot of lore. Uh, And quite honestly, it is just too much to put into a reasonably sized episodes. Uh, I mean, some of our episodes are pretty unreasonably sized, even with the stuff we take out. So uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different this upload. Uh, We want to present to you uh, a bunch of the jokes and the the little lore snippets and some of the, I guess you could call them outtakes of the previous episodes and uh, kind of use it as a, as a way to look back over the last couple of years uh, and all of the stories that we've got to tell and all the laughs that we got to have with each other. Uh, and so we took the liberty of, of organizing some of that for you guys. And I, I hope you enjoy. We're going to be back to our regularly scheduled content pretty soon here. Uh, we're working on some spooky ones for the spooky season we're really excited about. We've got some guests coming in. We've got a lot of things in the works. Uh, but we also thought it would be a good time to just uh, reflect on how far we've come. So uh, without further ado, I hope you enjoy uh, a little bit of the the more you lore. Roll that spooky intro. Welcome, Fiery Traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicled of cranial confections, a frenzied fable of bewitching fiends, and enticing expose of eccentric evils. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself lost, afraid, and cursed with everlasting knowledge of the terrible occult. Will you survive this journey? <laughs> that I cannot say. But I can say it will be the lore of horror. Let's do a little. Let's do a let's little comedy play. warm up, where we, Fran. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you a location and an occupation, and you're going to be the rabbi who's circumcising that person's child. Uh, you're in, on a boat, a rocky boat, and uh, it's thundering outside, and you have famous Jewish man. Jerry Seinfeld's child he had with a 19 year old go um I'm gonna sorry I have to ask questions because once again I don't okay, know shit yeah. okay um, yeah sure <laughs> you made a lot of assumptions that I understand the prompt again okay Jerry Seinfeld is a comedian <laughs> he, he was very popular in the 80s and 90s no I'm stuck on the rabbi doing humor. circumcision my my okay. child still has his foreskin so what's up the with only, that the only reason why I know that rabbis do circumcision is from the Robin Hood Men in Tights movie because okay. like that was the whole thing okay. with Mel Brooks, like oh, his right. job. He was going around giving circumcisions. Yeah, so, I don't right. understand the connection 
with Judaism and circumcision. Is that something also from the Old Testament that the Christians took? Or well, is it like Christians a religious thing? To, is it just it, no, it's happened to be rabbis doing it? Like what's happening? It's a Jewish religious thing, yeah. They, but the okay, other people well, get circumcised. Yeah, that's just for the look and the feel. Yeah, that, like, that uh, was like a, a 1950s thing where someone suggested that you're... Oh, so it's not like would... a religious practice for everybody. No, only for Jewish no. people. Oh, okay. Like, I'm circumcised. I'm not Jewish. Okay. But it got really popular specifically in the United States. Yeah, in like yeah. the 50s. Yeah, so oh. even people who weren't Jewish would get would get circumcised. Yes. You don't need a rabbi to do it. In fact, a doctor doing it sounds better. <laughs> do rabbis so, still of... do circumcisions? Hell yeah, yeah dude. Is there like a ritual with it? Well, they got a yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't listen, I I don't remember mine, but like <laughs> imagining the fun co the interesting conversations of like okay here's our object our marketing objectives the strategies and the tactics are going to employ so our objective is to increase viewership right mm -hmm. how are we going to do that we're going to collaborate with other adult content creators and what's our tactic you're going to take a dick up your ass and because sex work is is such a is such a great industry to be in and there's so many like frameworks to help the people with like healthcare and stuff like that that there's really no downside to it like we all should just be just be getting naked and mm -hmm. exchanging money for well, that service what we're trying to say is that if you would like to see uh us on our only fans at spices with i keep my uh, socks on the yeah, whole time is, you it little is pervert CJ and i fran yeah fran does not attend i'm the uh, agent I was our, our I'm marketing. marketing I'm, mar yeah. I'm brokering the deals. I'm gonna say that a fully clothed woman around two naked men is definitely a fetish for someone. <laughs> it's me. Oh no. Olimar has a s Fran. Oh, they do add the daughter later. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Fran. For a bonus point, I don't know what the daughter's name is, but can you guess what Olimar's son's name is? Lamar? That's pretty close, <laughs> actually. Wow. His name's Smallamar. Oh, Smallamar, all right. Do you? That, is, that is not his official name. That is his name! <laughs> that, is, that is a fan name. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, what would you name your future child then, CJ, if you followed the same naming convention? Smallamar. It would be... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it would be CJ, but all lowercase letters. Mm, mm. Uh, all right. Like E. e. Cummings. All right, fine. This is a fan name. Still though, <laughs> no, I have to it cut is, all. I have to cut all that out. Are you so get me? rid of it. We're you done with wrong. that. Uh, no, Fran. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> He'll keep it every part that I say wrong. But if he... <laughs> I guess that's the power of being the editor. That you is... can just make yourself right the whole time, except for mm -hmm. that whole episode of. Resident Except Evil. that one time, and Yu-Gi-Oh, um, uh, and, and that other time. Thanks. <laughs> I ship Master Chief and Samus. I would not confuse them. I think I think the headcanon is that Master Chief and Samus banged and then had the had the Doom guy as a baby. Ooh. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. All right. This, so they're like a family. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> I've uh, seen some very beautiful art of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
some uh, documentary material. They're very distractible. <laughs> yeah, today's a fucking mess, huh? <laughs> I saw I saw the worst thing I've ever seen on the internet, which is what everyone says, but it was a person who made a meme because they wanted to be like uh, it, it was like one of those memes where they're like, I don't understand why this is a thing kind of meme. And they were like, yeah, I don't understand why everyone doesn't just take the Myers-Briggs test so they know how best to communicate with other people. Oh, and I God. was like, do you think oh. do you think in your tiny brain? Your small, underdeveloped, smooth <laughs> mind that if you mm. pick one of, what, six options on a chart, you just know how to communicate with everyone else based on one of their options on the same chart? That is the dumbest thing I've heard in my entire life. And I've heard very stupid things. <laughs> I say almost all of them. And that takes Don't the Don't go cake. to South Korea. South Korea I, loves Myers Briggs. I can't believe people think it's that like, that just helps you communicate by just like, oh, this is what I am. Now that I know what I am, I'm in charge. I am in charge of my destiny. This it's as intense as like blood types in Japan. This, uh, this South Korea loves an MBTI. Uh, this rant of CJ's is classic Leo. <laughs> it is. I am, every time I hear more about Leos, though, I am like, I am like, Such I am like that though. I am Leo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Digimon Leomon also died in the first one. Oh no, his abs! Yeah. I I think it's a I think it's a meme. I was like scrolling, like I said, I was scrolling through the subreddit, and people are like, "It's another Leomon death." So I think he just dies a lot in the in the show in the various series. Well, he, he comes back as an egg, right? Yeah, Rafferuni. Digi Digimon never die. You don't think uh, that's the that's the weird part. If you make a cop, that's what all the black mirrors like, right? Where it's where it's like, oh, your consciousness copy, but it doesn't even know that it's you. It's like, well, I look at myself every once in a while, and I'm like, ah, yes, my meat flesh body, very good. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't a perfect copy of my consciousness look at itself and be like, oh, wait a second, I'm nothing, I'm but ones and zeros. This isn't. This, <laughs> well, I mean, I in must the, be a copy of my own consciousness. In the Black Mirror thing, they not only perfectly copy the consciousness, but then also take the extra step. And give step, them wieners and stuff. Yeah, yeah, to perfectly copy their physical being. Because mm. like, they want to see if they're good at sex <laughs> what, each what, other. what was, uh... Little, the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! was like, I've I've studied every follicle on your fucking foreskin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get more coffee before you start at all. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh boy. Um. Oh boy. Yeah, that, that boy is. Uh, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> I do, I do, after we're done recording, I get to go to a card shop and go get Pokemon cards, and I'm terribly excited for it. By the way, Ethan, if you have any old Pokemon cards, Matt and I will take them off your hands for you. No, we, we were even, uh, talking about this the other day, Sylee and I, and, uh, my, my whole collection my dad made me sell when I was like 10 or whatever for 20 bucks. Oh my God, I'm <laughs> yeah. so sorry. It's like, it's like when your dad That's gives awful. you a puppy and makes you name it and like raise it and then he's like, now kill it, son.
<laughs> prove, exactly prove, you're a man. prove you're a man oh my no God. it's not like a puppy it'd be I more mean, like a goat those poor pokemon cards it was it's very funny too because like he loves to tell the stories about like oh, i had some of these original superman comics and they would have been worth so much money yeah. if my mom hadn't thrown them away and then and then he's and like but he you get you rid do? of those yeah you get rid of those pokemon cards though what would they have though <sighs> people always think that their stuff's gonna be worth a lot of money and then like in retrospect most right, of the time the, it's not i i the do need to go back and tell my parents to invest in pokemon cards instead of beanie babies my mom my mom got rid of not all of my gamecube games but oh, not my yeah, but not brutal. my gamecube that's worth hundreds of dollars now i had wind waker <laughs> i could sell that for eight hundred dollars oh, now it's the gold one i mean i think they're wow. the gold one uh, Wait, the gold isn't that like the re-release version maybe it, yeah. The disc was well. That that's Ocarina. Oh. There's there's the gold cartridge, but mm. Wind Waker I think just came on a gold disc. Still pretty. It is pretty, and I want to suck on it like when I was a kid. That's why they made the Dude, that that's was, that's why they made the disc made so disc small, smaller. so you could fit it in, yeah. your, mouth. in your mouth. Yeah, and that's <laughs> like, that's why CJ's disc would have sold for a lot of money. I like I like the idea. Did any of you? I like the uh-huh. idea of that because they made the switch cartridges taste bad because everyone in the everyone who had a GameCube kept putting the discs in their mouth because they fit so Wait, perfectly. Did they? No. <laughs> they I did wouldn't do, be surprised they if they put like a bitter in there. Part. No, they did do that first part. They made them taste bad. They made the um yeah, I don't Nintendo think, I don't think they taste bad. I don't think they did that because people were putting GameCube discs in their mouth. No, but they did make it a bit they did put a bitter in, in yeah, the Yeah, because yeah, because they made them so small, and they thought it was going to be yeah. a choking hazard. But then, instead of kids putting it in their mouth, then like adults did it because they wanted to see how bad it tastes. And then they kept swallowing then... their switch cartridges. No, this isn't real. <laughs> yeah, I was like, friend, this was old news. This was like back when the switch came out. Whoa. Go but, wait, get your they switch. Put bitter into SD cards. Get your switch and lick Puyo Puyo no. Tetris or whatever, and you'll it'll no. be like, oh, ugh. ugh. I will not. Okay, well, and then you'll then, then you'll it's then it's working. It and yeah, be like, thanks, Miyamoto. And you'll have to fetch Puyo Puyo Tetris out of your Puyo Puyo. Poo, out your poo poo. Oh. Come on, okay. Okay. come on, people, <laughs> look alive. There's okay. two anatomical like related things in my body that starts with like puh. So I was trying to figure out which that's one. That's disgusting, you were friend. To one of them's to. not connected to your mouth. It's connected. Well, to that's a bunch why of I was confused, mouth. and I'm like, hold on. No. Okay. Let's <laughs> turn. Let's let's turn it down. All right. Go back to God. We're, we're Come gonna back talk to about Christ. Some, we're gonna talk <laughs> about some good Christian values here. Okay. Do you do you think if we use those like VTuber things to just put cat heads on us that like God Ethan, I've been waiting for you to have a good idea for like five years now, but finally it's I happened. mean I was gonna suggest I start podcasting with Casper and just have him next to me on the screen at all times. Well, here's a thing. Brandon, Casper's actually a dog, and although people do like dogs, it doesn't He's so fluffy me. though. He has the fluffy factor. Back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, if he was a Sheba, then mm. he's not a Sheb, but Shibas he's very are, fluffy. Shebas are the cats of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's. 
Okay. Let's let's talk about fucking video games for once in our for once in our gosh darn lives. Can we talk about video games? I would love that. I I highly doubt we are getting this far in the series, but I just had Agumon pulled up on the wiki. Yeah. And I do <laughs> the, the last point in his like story series is by the year 2028, Agumon yeah. returns to Tai and joins him as a United Nations diplomat yeah. for the digital. Yeah. I saw <laughs> he's, that, in a, yeah. he's in a little fucking suit. Yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> the what? Yeah, I was gonna. I was. <laughs> okay, so I actually have a board game thing that I found this week that I thought of you boys for. Okay. So. Okay. It's a board game about a collectible card game. Okay. So the pre- it's a meta game. So the idea is that this game is called Millennium Blades. And it's a board game about a group of friends who play a fictional collectible card game, which is also called Millennium Blades. Okay, okay. that's pretty good. So you play as, you're playing the game as if you're playing a character that is playing a collectible card game. Okay. And you go from pre-release night of like building like a starter deck kind of thing. And the idea is that you progress through this game and you become like a world champion of this collectible oh, card game. So it's, it's but it's not like Yu-Gi-Oh like a, where it's like the cards are real. You're just like literally like a person going to an MTG tournament and you're like, yes, I, I will become okay. the most powerful so it might be a deck builder of a deck builder, honestly, so from what this I'm is, seeing. This is more like a game that when you lose, you win, because the <laughs> the winner of I this game is, in fiction, the Blade Warrior champion, but all of his friends do get dates and also didn't spend was, thousands on fictional cards. I was going to say, if this game doesn't take place in like a Yu-Gi-Oh! style universe, being the best at a card <laughs> game makes you... Like, there that's are a bad expansion thing. packs. That is a bad thing. There's ins- there's expansion packs. I don't know. Are expansion what they packs do. part of the game, or are there expansions to the game that include Maybe both? In- <laughs> Very confusing, Fran. I I just I read about it. I'm like, this can't be real. And then of course it's real. And it stopped for pre-order. Apparently it was released a few years ago, and then they ran out, so they have to print more. So if you want to play. A card game about playing a card game and becoming a world champion of the card game inside the card game. This just, this sounds... Like, I feel like it could be entertaining. This sounds just really intensely sad. This kind of reminds (laughs) me, this kind of reminds me of the Game of Life for Millennials, where like (laughs) no you 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 like you like that game though ethan you Uh, secretly like that game i i um have the best birthday present you've ever received i have passionate feelings about that game i have Um, i have never in all of my days seen ethan less wanting to do a thing than when we were playing the game of millennial life it was so good though i remember seeing it in target and going cj i know i that this is perfect for ethan should i take it i didn't yeah i was just given that as a gift my my family is like you like board games right so they always give me garbage ones that are like themed because whenever you have like themed games like that they're always bad yeah i i remember that i think i can't remember if like 
it was a play of the game where CJ was fucking me over or if it's just that he was taunting me on a bad play. But I looked at him and he fucking flinched. And he was like, I saw violence in your eyes. I put up up my dukes. I was ready to fight. I was like, oh, Ethan, Ethan, every friend, here's a little, here's a little insight into man, men, but there's like a, there's like a look you give another man when you're ready to fight him. Like words, words need not be said. So he is gave, that the same look you give someone when you're ready to duel them? It's very similar. Yes, duel. yes. It's like in Pokemon when you kind of lock eyes with a random person, you but know trainer, that you have to battle. Yeah. It's like that. I saw yeah. that and I was like, oh, we're fighting now. I was like, ready. But, uh, but no, that that does bring me back to this card game, though. It it sounds very sad because like when you're playing Magic: The Gathering. The fantasy that you're indulging in is that you are summoning magical beings and doing so in like a smart way to, you know, beat your opponents and you're a powerful, immortal, planeswalking being. The fantasy in this game is that you are actually good enough at a card game to like profit from it, I guess. Yes. Well, to become a world champion. So like. Here's the premise. It's, you begin the game on pre-release night with just your starter deck. You'll open new packs, form collections, and sell your junk cards on the aftermarket to buy hot new cards. Trade with your friends, build up your deck, and prepare to compete at Millennium Blades Worlds for the title of world champion. Right. So the my point is that like you could do that in real life. And so playing this game is kind of just like well, the recognition I, that you don't have what it takes. You're like, you could you could so much you could be a uh, like land magnet in real life you could be like you could live life in real life as it uh-huh. as in life the game y- uh, you could you know it's uh, that why can't we have wishful fulfillment become a world champion a at a card game in a, in real life that uh that oh, instead right. of well, taking all, years the, the and money thing. to make this World Championship deck. I can accomplish the, that in like three hours by playing this board game. The war, the war thing is very different, Same. CJ. But I do like the concept of like you have the game itself, but you also like add on meta cards that are like, I am playing. You're a very unlucky dude who gets land fucked on you, and so now you only Maybe. draw land the next ten turns. Maybe it's in there. That's, I don't know what the event cards are. That's pretty I, good. So what I'm. So what I'm hearing, Ethan, is if I pre-ordered this for you for your birthday, because it is estimated to ship on April 10th. That's pretty um, good. That's very t- that's very timely. And I brought bought it for you as a gift, and we have that now social Pure, obligation that you have to accept it. Um, would you then be willing to play it with your friends? I mean, I. It sounds like I would be obligated to. I was going to say, as a gamesman, you have to play it at least once at, from, from like an analytical standpoint. Uh-huh. Because um, so yeah, what if it turns out it's actually really fun? We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a little bit of the defensive wall now that Siley does not like uh, car deck builders. And so I, I don't know if it's a, I, th- but this might not actually be a deck builder. We'd have to look it. at it because it, it could be about deck building, but it doesn't mean you're actually building. Right. A deck it's actually like Monopoly, but the, the game is about. There is cash. Building. Like yeah. if you like if you look at the setup, there is like Monopoly money in here. Again, yeah. again, it just it just feels insulting. Right. It's like. No. If, it's it's like if you <laughs> like you're victimizing yourself for some reason because of this. 
I mean, it's it's just the the concept of like like if I had a game that was like become a chess grandmaster in my game, but you don't actually play chess in the game. You play like a very simple card. Yeah, because oh, it's, it's hard. It's hard to be a chess grandmaster. I, I do it. I don't know, Ethan. I think you are. Just, I think you might secretly enjoy it. I think so. I it's think, a meta I think game. he's being sundry about it. I think that he okay. doesn't realize so that placing most pre-order people, now. Most people oh don't want to do all the sweaty hard work it is to become a card game player master so this fulfills someone's fantasy I mean, do you want any expansion or, packs what it how Fred, you can't un, speak wait, to un, me about this because this is, the answer is, is no this no is it's absurd. not unreleased it was released years ago they oh. ran out of the original print oh, and they made expansion packs for it they're okay. reprinting it. i see so it's a pre-order for the reprint listen fran i have a problem paying attention you know this i kind of get in my own head a little bit uh okay. well as I pre-order this, and so this, get if this we ready. So if we did do like off weeks where we just did like shorter episodes, we would just do so, we would just like talk about stuff like this for like half hour. Yeah, so we'll hour. play the game. We'll have like yes. a quick little short episode about it. It'll be a great fun time. And we would just So talk, welcome to we the lore just, you know. Just, hold on. I was <laughs> I I I I like that. I think I'll probably just make it into its own little thing. I don't I don't fun. know if that'll get yeah. into the main episode, but we just talk yeah, about no, that for like 20 minutes and like pop it up. Right, that's that's a lot to pop into the episode here, but all right, I'm good and riled up now, so I'm I'm ready. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, very funny, you three. That's great. But did you know that on the show we actually do talk about the lore of your favorite video games and other pieces of media that you love, or whatever Fran says in the intro. Well, we have some more of that here, including whole swaths of things that we had to cut from our earlier episodes because we didn't know how to do pacing yet. Anyway, enjoy a little bit of this Yu-Gi-Oh! behind the scenes. I'm, I'm just going to fly through Duelist Kingdom. They all duel each other. There's a labyrinth that people always talk about that one. The, uh, the, the Joey runs out of all his stars at once, but then Yuki just gives him some because he's like, whatever which there's no rule against that. You can just do that. So they did that. Um, I think I'm pretty sure they knock out May at some point. And he's just like, nah, it's okay. You don't have to give me your stars. And then she keeps competing and there's a whole thing. So like there is one, there's one notable duel, which Kaiba shows back up and he's like, Yugi, duel me. I invented. So all of these duels have to happen on these big stages so far, right? Yeah. They're like, cause that's where the holograms happen. Yeah. Um, and each stage is like, there's like effects background effects which again aren't in the game i mean they are in the game you can get like terrain cards to like make this effect but like in the in this world it's just like if you play at the ocean realm your ocean monsters are enhanced there and it, it's like okay so like everyone is playing they're just waiting at the arena that their cards are good at. Yeah. Like they meet Mako Tsunami uh, and he has a water deck and he's just waiting by right. the ocean for people to show up. Okay. So that he can duel them on the ocean map, which Yugi does and he beats him. And he's like, wow, Yugi, you're really good at this. I had every advantage and I still lost. Um, He's a good guy though. He's never like he's never like an asshole. He's just like a really intense guy. I don't remember. I remember. You him. don't remember Mako Tsunami? I remember the name because it's fucking awful. But it's a great name. That's the <laughs> one. That's the one where his his uh, stone soldier goes into attack mode and attacks the moon. Okay. Um. 
but because okay. the, he sum he summons the moon as a card and it causes the high tide because there's all these like physics interactions in this game. It's great. And then so, like, all he of his water monster moon and it affects yeah. the actual ocean that he's waiting it, by. Well, it, no, the holographic ocean. Oh, is, okay. Oh my god. That is rendered in the card game. And yeah, then the, and then all of his rules. monsters, yeah, yeah, just making up physics and stuff. And then all okay. of his monsters uh can hide in the high tide. And so they're basically invincible. But then Yugi <laughs> destroys the moon and then uh, okay. and reveals his ocean monsters and right. then kills them all. Yeah, no, like, yep. like I just want you to imagine the back and forth. It does sound like actual, like, five-year-olds playing on the playground, yeah. right? Where, like, I yeah, summon like, the moon. Well, yeah. I I summon a moon card, which makes the tide high, so all my monsters are invisible, invincible. Oh, yeah? Well, I attack the moon, which makes the moon explode and fall on your monsters, and then they're not yeah. invincible and they die. Oh yeah, that was well, that was another one. Uh huh. Uh, they the card doesn't Bandit say you can't. <laughs> yeah, they they meet Bandit Keith, who's an American. Bandit That's Keith. his trait, which All also right. makes him a dick. Yeah, it makes him uh, evil. He's, he, yeah, he has a he has a machine deck. They have. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't a gun deck. They, they, they do a Basically. shadow. They do one that's like a shadow theme deck, and his he's like got ghouls and zombies as his. And there's like a floating tower is one of the cards, and then he like destroys part of the monster, which makes it fall on a different monster and right. kill it. Yeah, which yeah. Is so bullshit. It's it's the craziest I, thing. It's like a floating castle. We're not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk about the no, all. No, we are every, gonna every, talk every about that. We're not we gonna talk about every detail of every duel. But yes, the, it's a floating castle that has. One. It's a floating it, castle that is. It is specifically held aloft by its levitation ring that surrounds it. So he Which, uses they don't a card. Say at any point, you just see there's a ring circling yeah, there's around a this ring. floating castle. But Yami Yugi knows that because he has insider info into this game, and so he 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 uh, traps all of the monsters inside of like a cylinder of force, and then he has one of his monsters attack. He can't. He doesn't have enough attack points to destroy the castle because it's a castle but he has enough apparently to destroy the ring that keeps the castle aloft and so he destroys the ring and the ring falls down and he's like no my monsters get out of the way but they can't because they're stuck inside of this cylinder that the that this was at the top of so it falls down destroying all of his monsters and the castle in the process and he's like i didn't know that's how my cards worked and he's like hmm you should know better how your own cards work i think and what the fuck are you talking about fucking wildest thing Begets oh. so many questions because yes, I know, so but now never going a literal answered. card game now yes. takes into account like visual spatial yes, awareness. Yes, in, yes, but, because but yes. even before the because the holograms didn't exist until Seto Kaiba came. I, yes, I know, Fran. <laughs> it's just now that the games are this way. They have apparently physics based rules that you have to know about. Them. You just, so did yeah, you, you just have to describe this assume. before, like, or was this just not an aspect of the game until Seto Kaiba? I guess came it just along? wasn't. I I guess it just didn't matter. Or did they have holograms? Could you, in could you do that previously and without visual reference? You're just like, no, you can't do that. That's obviously bullshit. But like right? now that you can see it rendered it's, out, you're like, oh, I guess it does make sense. It's, it's just the wildest thing 
That's one of my favorite oh my ones is attacking the, the castle because the, the oh castle gosh. has too many attack points to lose that fight, right? It's just a numbers game. The one number is higher. But it's, it's like, like imagine if they did that at other points in the show where like, like Kaiba summons Blue Eyes White Dragon and Yugi's like, yeah. I send my Karibo to attack. And Kaiba's I like, attack its wings so it can't yeah. fly anymore. And it's like, uh, does like, that oh, help? You can do that? He's like, sure. Why not? <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. My, so my dragon has literally so, ten times the attack you get. Yeah. I don't give a shit, Kaiba. <laughs> so so yes, we Yeah. There's, okay. All right. It's a little bit of Cal, it's a little bit of Calvin ball. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. A little yes, bit. Yes. Yami Yugi, more like ha 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 Yugi. <laughs> what a good segue. Speaking of segues, we have a guest on our show quite often, as you faithful viewers may have noticed. It's none other than Lizard X Lizard, or Lizzie as I call her, famous internet author and creator of the show Finding Fiends, which, by the way, is in its final season and is prime for binging the entire thing, as you can see the climactic conclusion to the story that she's been working on for a couple years. But in the meantime, while we wait for that to come out, listen to her talk about some random garbage on our show instead. Aren't they Generation Alpha these days? Isn't that a thing? Alpha's That's supposed to be under Gen Z, I believe. Are yes. they memeing yet? I thought they were still in like middle school. I thought I that's think, who you guys I were think dealing with. Gen Alpha is like high schoolers yeah. at this point. They've got to be. Well, I don't see them making any dank new memes. Yeah, Gen Alpha is graduating are. high school this year because Gen Alpha is like the group. Oh I first wait, no, taught. they invent. I'm so wrong. Who's making skibbity toilet? I was gonna honey. say they're making skibbity <laughs> toilet. Obviously, I was such a fool and ignorant Slav. Uh, they, the Gen Al, I just read the Gen Alphas are going through their little phase with, uh, that we had with, like, Slenderman. Oh. Where, uh, they make up cryptids and such? Well, no, but they're just, like, using it as an excuse to, to, like, be awful and ruin their lives. Oh. Well, that's great to know that we're passing down things by generation that should be passed down. I A mean, Slenderman it, uh, a millennial it's... thing? I guess it yes. was. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really was. Were the were the girls who killed their classmate millennials? <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought those they were younger. Wait, were they not? <laughs> no, because no. they they were that was we were like in I was like in college when that happened. Yeah, we were in college and they were so in like we're middle gonna school. To, we're gonna have to wait another ten so years I believe before someone kills their, their roommate because toilet. But it was definitely to. like a millennial like creation. Yeah, slash. Slenderman is definitely a creation of like four chan and copy pasta and stuff like that but yeah creepy pasta creepy pasta sorry yeah creepy pasta. i don't know My if bad. he's a member of gen z but i know gen z really connected to siren head then yeah no that i would was say another, that's probably like, accurate i don't think he was quite yeah. as i think that's as a, the guy who created that as older or in our yeah, generation but i think it caught on with the younger generation i mean it's basically like is does markiplier make videos for millennials back when they were younger or does he make videos for the zoomers now or does he make videos for the gen alpha now honey he makes videos for 
gamers. Yeah. So <laughs> he cross generational. Uh, I don't know if it was a meme. He just posted that he won the 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 streamy awards for gamer. Did he? Which it's impossible to. I mean, I guess I could check. If Markiplier is a, a gamer. He is a gamer. Uh, who won this? Who, I've been seeing the streamy streamy. That's awards. a category. <laughs> First, I, my well, first that's, question. that's why I don't know. I, so first off, first of all, m- first off, Matt Pat was hosting. I mean, that can't be okay. understated. Oh my gosh! I don't know what he looks like. He I looks don't like this. I've like, oh, okay. I've never seen this man in my life. I just hear his name. Yeah, we say it every time because our shtick is basically the same thing. Only he does game theories and we say, do game facts. I don't think I've ever seen a video. I've of seen this. Matt Pat before for sure. Let me see what the uh, the creator of the year award went to Mr. Beast. Obviously. The Wait. show of the year went to Challenge Accepted. No. Whatever that, that is. I've not heard of that. that sounds Streamer awful. of the year is Kai Senate. Whoever that is. Whoever the hell that see, is. We already we are already pushed out by the younger generation yeah. of well, these types of things. The Get off my internet. Is Dylan Mulvaney. We know I that feel like is. I've yeah I've heard this name. Um, apparently, Matt Pat ripped into Colleen Dollinger with a jaw-dropping streamy skit. That's according to wow. the top story. <laughs> That's just words. was it jaw-dropping? Apparently. Guys, you'll you'll you're never gonna guess what won the, the streamy collaboration out. award. What? Um, was it a Hollywood me person? Me and your mom. Oh my god! That's <laughs> uh, it says that. <laughs> It's uh, Mr. Beast and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh my gosh, it was a Hollywood person. I can't believe I missed that. Uh, okay, sorry. The Although Mr. Beast and Dwayne The Rock Johnson won the Streamy Award for a collaboration, uh, there's a different category for crossover, which it just says the Jonas Brothers won. So I don't know what they crossed but over they're with. they're the Jonas Brothers. What? But they Jonas crossed Brothers. Over. With each, I mean, with Paris themselves? Hilton is on this list too. Whoa. Paris Hilton's back? The millennials are bringing it all oh back, I guess, I for guess. some reason. I guess this, Jonas Brothers one, was high school. Not ready to give it up yet. Oh, wait. These are, wait. The, wait. The, Guys, Guar, I Guar-Gura. feel like we're Guaragura won the VTuber one. She we're recording it. ourselves looking really old right now. <laughs> no, we're not. I'd we're becoming, talk about something else. We're becoming young. Who the fuck is on person on purpose with Jay Shetty? They won the podcast of the year award. Uh, Who the we fuck did are it? these old people? Uh, CJ, uh, uh, holy shit! Visual and special effects. Guess who won that shit? Zach King. Beast? Who the fuck is that? Zach King. He's from Vine. What the fuck? I didn't watch Vine. You guys weren't around for Vines? No, I, mean, I was, but, were, but I we didn't watch. I didn't watch. I it. never had the app. I only saw them through other means. Oh, I'm Hell just surprised that someone from Vine won. Animated won. category. <laughs> Considering, so I mean, people from Vine went on to have pretty big careers. Who the fuck is RDC World One? Oh, Tirzu <laughs> won the education category. That's great. Yeah, I saw that on on the Twitter. Good job. This guy does comedy. I'll watch his comedy later to see okay. how right. see how good it is. All right. Anyway, uh, are you all nice and warmed up? Critical, <laughs> critical won the award for commentary. Oh he sure does make comments. He does make a lot of them. Uh, competitive gamer. There's one for dance, fashion, and style. I oh gamer. Shit, 
There is one for Gamer, but Markiplier was beaten by Dream for it. Mm. Now, I have I have an issue with that. I know, I do as well. <laughs> I truly do. Mostly because my biggest issue is I'm not on this list. I should be on the I also have an issue with that. I should be on the comedy list. I should be on the gamer um, list. I should definitely be on the podcast list because I've never heard of any of these um, On the editing category, well, I don't know if you see, podcasts. CJ, is that um, a, someone called Cooking with Linja um, what? was nominated for the editing category. In the, in the editing category? Yeah. Cooking with Linja with Lynn Davis. Mm. What is her? Well... Aw, so she's like a sweet older lady. So you all, it's like all you're right. almost. Oh. There. <laughs> oh. Yeah, maybe I've someone will her. look. Maybe someone will look for her channel and find ours. <laughs> there you go. She's got merch. God damn, Obviously. dude. We're really not good at this. <laughs> this seems. This seems trivially easy. Now that we've come away with, right. we're really not good at this. Let's start the podcast. All right, you all right, ready for fine. my dumb intro? I don't have the time. Let's keep all this in, and then let's just do France intro now. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is how we start the podcast, by ranting for 20 minutes about the outcome of the Streamy Awards, a thing that will either be so common knowledge to anyone who gives a shit that this is old news, or so ostracizing for anyone who doesn't that I they mean, couldn't it, possibly care. It just happened yeah. Sunday. It's not that long, long ago. Yeah. That's true. This will be This will be a pretty... <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> three three people in their 30s talk about why the winners of the Streamy Awards shouldn't have been that. Right. Yeah. I can see the title now, the thumbnail. <laughs> All right. Ready for a stupid intro? I am. Yeah. All right. Do you hunger for a chicken dinner after flossing on your enemies in victory? Um, I was part of the band nerd group, so we would just sing our concert music on the bus. That is that is nerdy. <laughs> To be friend fair, I was friends with like the band director's daughter, so it was like it was a super nerd group. I was um, friends with my band director's son. We didn't fucking he was too busy like silently doing metal chords in the back corner, and oh. I was too busy thinking about how girls wouldn't talk to me. Oh, <laughs> Bethany, I could never be a good musician. Bethany was a French horn player, and you know, super. Super sang songs. What, what the fuck does that mean? French horn players are notoriously odd. You know, that I, is actually, in my experience, very true. Yeah. I can't deny that. I was on a band kid, so I really can't add anything to that. I we will, only sang songs on the way to Girl Scout camp, in, will, we, in which we sang Girl Scout songs. Yeah, that's propaganda, yo. What's a Girl Scout song? A Girl Scout song? They're just the songs that are, like, long-time, like, songs sang at Girl Scout camp. Okay. <laughs> trying to think of one. It's been so long. I sang all the Girl Scout songs. Oh, can you say one? Well, I don't remember I any of like them. I'm like totally just, blanking on all any of them. I mean, this there is on one, brand based on there was our one, previous discussions. Yeah, there was one about um, going to Girl Scout camp, and it was just awful. And it was called I Don't Want to Go to Girl Scout Camp. So that, I remember that one. That one seems counter to Yeah, I mean, it was. It was supposed to be situation. really like over like, the top. supposed to be like ironic? Like it says... Are teaching irony yeah. in the Girl Scouts? Wow. Yes. It was That's supposed to be age. like... Like the the lyrics were literally like, when you go to the bathroom and sit on the horrible like you know outdoor porta potty toilets, the bugs crawl up your spine when you sit down on them. Ugh, oh my and gosh! Like, your butthole. Yeah, and the there was oh. one about like you can't drink the water because it tastes like turpentine. That's poison. Do we know what turpentine oh, is? Oh, I, I don't want to go to Girl Scout camp. 
please, mom, I want to go back where the water flows. That's how oh, it went. my <laughs> word. No wonder my parents didn't let me join Scouts. Because all my friends I, were in Girl Scouts. And I'm like, oh, I want to join Girl Scouts. My parents are like, no. My Girl Scout my camp was not like that. Girl it Scouts. was just supposed to be over the top silly. You can romance. Interact with her children and be like, in, all right, let's. Let's in, play together. In fairness, so what Lizzie's talking about is like the in Awakening, you there's like two generations. There's the original generations that you like, you know, do war with, and then you like mate all of them together so that they can procreate they can is that babies. better. Uh, and then they and then to protect, I feel like we should save this. To, to, well, we're not going to talk about yeah. it in this one, but to protect their babies, they put them in like the shadow realm or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but time moves faster in the shadow realm, so then they come back out to no, come no, help no, their CJ, parents. No, 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 CJ, you have and it then, wrong. This is and that then is, they come back to the past as like you that's know, Fire Emblem awakening. Fates. That's Fire Emblem Fates. It's in Awakening, of, they it's both of them. They just come back from the future. Oh right, the dystopian in Fates, future. they put them in the baby right. realm because they don't have time to raise them. In the Sorry. baby realm, they age faster. You're totally, you're totally right. It <laughs> works exactly the same, but it is a slightly different reason for why they're doing that. I totally forgot that they, yeah, they in, switched it in up. In Fire Emblem Awakening, the children that come to you to help you fight are just time travelers from the future. Yeah. Uh, right. Anyway, unfortunately, you've used up all of your time talking about the series that we're not really going to talk about. Oh. So. <laughs> I don't want you to talk about come anymore. Any anymore? I really don't. <laughs> like not even a little. <laughs> but that's what all the content creators are talking about. I don't think so. Name one who hasn't. Probably uh, that person who made the happy song. Yes. They probably have a different video. Uh, like, many come, different, come, come, come. many <laughs> different TikTok stars. Because it's come, not come, allowed come, come. to be said on TikTok. There you go. They come on TikTok. I'm pretty sure. What if you mm. say? You can't say a lot in. of things. <laughs> you can say house. that. Yeah. You could say C O M E. How does it know? Does the text to speak? Can the text to speak? The like lady, the like, hello, I am here at my house. Can she, can that voice determine if it's come or come? I just I imagine know. there's like a green light. It's like, I would like you to come yeah. inside me. Oh, <laughs> there, I, I mean, there probably is like a software version of that. I just know that it's very heavily censored on tiktok so it is very heavily censored they have they say things like instead of kill they say unalive yes <laughs> yeah because you can't say kill on tiktok so i wouldn't if think if they knew show, you were talking about come they you're would not, not allow it show. i just like you also can't you can't talk about kill a kill it's unalive la unalive <laughs> you're doing great fran i'm Thanks. i'm i'm engrossed in this gross story get it I'm Thank engrossed. You. I get it. I didn't, even make any I didn't even make any cum jokes technically about that kid that it's died true. from his you balls getting stabbed. You only talked about his blue balls. Right. So Which is, Which is a cum joke, kind of, but... Tangential. I was going to say I thought pee was stored in the balls, but... Thank you, honey. Finally, <laughs> you some, finally some good fucking comedy. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm, uh, <laughs> it's just... I'm like crawling through this desert of child murder and i'm just like food water <laughs> comedy and finally i've it's got a low, low hanging fruit 
Thank you for that. Hold on, the cats. Hold are... on, the cats are fighting. I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> you hear it? I do. I heard I like the so idea that these cats car. are it... so intelligent that they can like figure out what a road is and that it is dangerous and like what humans are well, they, and kind of get that, but they can't like cats die from it. So they can't like just listen to see if there's a car coming to they like do. know if it's okay to cross or not. I... So, also, if they're called Thunderpath, wouldn't the Thunder Clan like if you're keeping the names right? I would assume Thunder Clan is known to live near the Thunder. No, Fran, path. you can't start poking holes in this completely <laughs> unpokeable. So, uh, so I material. did not, I did not read this because it came well after I was out of the age range for Warriors. But there are like prequel books oh. that come like before what our first series we're gonna go over mm. that establish mm -hmm, how mm -hmm. the clans were formed and okay who created them and who named them and i don't know that lore i didn't bother mm. to look that up so you can look that up on your own if you want but there's Fabulous. a whole series about that such a good tagline <laughs> for the show hey look it up on your own if you want look it up on your own if you want <laughs> we're not gonna get into it i think you guys should say that more often in fact like, <laughs> some podcast yeah, just sort of defeats the purpose of the show for like i don't know this just look show, it up. sometimes you have this show so much should, to say <laughs> this show should really be called the lore we know the lore and sometimes we know, we'll just be like and you I don't need know. to look up the rest uh, uh, oh. <laughs> um Again, a big thank you to Lizard X Lizard for coming on to the show so often, even though we seem to only talk about semen and feet. Now let's get back to that juicy lore in bite-sized format this time. Here's some from our Sonic the Hedgehog episode. Um, we meet some other characters who I don't think will matter, but I'm bringing them up because they put them in the comic. And if they put them in the comic, I'm going to bring it up because I had to read it. So you have to listen to it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, there is, there. It's noted that there was once a city called Moba Mobotropolis, which is presumably where the Mobians lived. Okay. Um, but that's gone now. In fact, replaced by Robotropolis. So when oh. Eggman took over, he took over Mobotropolis and turned it into Robotropolis to just be confusing, I guess. Sure, yeah, yeah. There's also a race of underground dwellers called the Nerbs, and their main <laughs> character trait is that they look like worm people, but they're also nerds. And they're, okay. they're the, like, um, actually nerds who yeah, are really okay. annoying yeah, 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 and who yeah. hate outsiders. Oh. So Sonic shows up, and they're like, we're here to save you from Eggman. And they're like, we do not need your assistance. In fact, you being here is a danger to all of the nerbs, so get the fuck out. And then he frees some nerbs, and they're like, ooh, don't touch me, Sonic. And then that's pretty much it. Like, I hate these guys. Oh, I and love it. I love it. And they I was on board there. until you said they were the um actually. Yeah, they're type. like uh, they 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 are like the worst. But in the <laughs> end, Sonic helps them, and then they accept them into their culture, and they give them the traditional garb, which is a very uh, nerdist representation, where they have like you know checkered short sleeve button up shirts and like right. and like shorts, like khaki shorts. And like pocket protectors, Hell and yeah. they're like, "Oh, I don't like this. This is very uncool." And Sonic is never uncool, so he gets rid of that shit right quick. And they never talk about the nerves again. <laughs> cool. They, Episode I just did. They get rid of the canon like between every single game, but not that game. That game they reference it in the which they, one? 
they the werehog the werehog game in sonic frontiers because oh. tails is like <laughs> tails is in uh, sonic frontiers i was say sonic frontiers is you get the most pathetic tales ever he's just like oh. sonic i feel like i'm just a, a a mite in your shadow like i'm an insignificant speck and you're the hero and he's like well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how it's been but then he's like tails don't you remember when we fought Dark Gaia? And it was like, that's like a reference to that game. He's like, you were so brave then, Tails. When like, you weren't right. in the game? Yeah, that's just in the game. Do you remember Sonic 06? <laughs> dark time, Sonic. I, I miss when, when Tails was like, was three yeah, in no. the show. And he's like, I'm only three and a half well, years we're, old. We're going to talk about Tails being awesome. It's not, it's not that it's I do like, like that. bad. It's just it's three no, it's, hours it's of really nothing. bad. Okay, that's the hard part it for is. me. Well, we tried to watch the Robert Pattinson Batman, and I fell asleep literally twenty minutes in. <laughs> okay, but that that movie, I I mean, I I think that might be okay, but I it is like, sure tough to get through I at like night. That movie because you know Batman usually like disappears into the shadows. He yeah. does not in that one. You can hear his little boot stuff. He has the <laughs> loudest fucking that was, shoes. I, like I could not understand how that was not supposed to be a comedic moment <laughs> exactly timed like do you guys hear that and then they look down a dark hallway and then he just sort of walks into light and it doesn't like cut so he like swoops in yeah. he's literally just walking in he's like and hey. you're like boring i was so tired so if if sonic met that batman he'd be like <laughs> style's bad bro <laughs> check this out let's trade shoes yeah haha <laughs> 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 just put a little joke in there at the end to see if you were paying attention but clearly you are so as a treat you can have a little pikmin everyone's really concerned so like everyone talking about about Oliman is like the who will pluck him <laughs> oh yeah, they and were I, getting I, weirdly. I saw that I'm, as and well. And I'm like, what, these cre- these creatures, yeah, these creatures exist already. Like they, they, they create clearly, engine parts. They clearly have like some method of being birthed that doesn't involve a space creature plucking them out of the ground. Like everyone's. Wouldn't so, that be wild everyone, though if that was one species like? Like you, need, one way to procreate. You need yeah. you another needed. higher species to come no. and like. I mean, that's, it's kind of what pandas are. I was gonna right? say that's basically what an avocado is at this point. So, <laughs> yeah, at this point, yeah. But no, I did. Yeah, I did like the people who was just like, like I'm a French philosopher here. He's like, mm, but the life of the Olimar, how who he picks the Pikmin, but who will pick him? Ah, <laughs> uh, who knows. Sometimes when we talk about something, it's not even about the topic at all, if you can believe. In fact, one day we just decided to talk about the new Tears of the Kingdom video game. Not even as a follow-up to the previous episode, just because we felt like it. Oh, there's a bunch there's a bunch of floating islands and stuff. That wasn't there before. Well, most of them, <laughs> won't, most of them don't remember the Calamity, because mm-hmm. they're humans, and that was 100 ago. years ago. Yeah. They just, like, grew up with it. But the upheaval happens in, like, a week. And then Ganon says, it's high noon. And then he pushes the castle into the sky. And this creates a bunch of holes in the ground that lead underground and also a bunch of floating sky islands somehow. So, wait. So Ganon fell asleep again? Okay, hold on. I'm confused. So Calamity happened. After after Calamity, 
they were like they were hanging around for a while and then someone discovered an underground passage in Hyrule Castle, which is bizarre uh-huh. because like the way you get in there is you just go into some stairs from the outside. So it, the fact that it took them that long to like walk through their own castle and find a set of stairs that go down underground, it was it's yeah. like absurd. But when when the calamity uh, ended, the shaking of the castle formed a staircase. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And they didn't discover it for like five years. But then they mm-hmm. then they went underground and then they found a mummy a mummy Matt Mercer and he says roll for initiative and then Link's like I got a two and then he's like too slow and then he like kills Link mm-hmm. and destroys the Master Sword okay. and throws Zelda off a cliff and it's oh. all it's all going to shit. Uh, mm-hmm. But then. Uh, Zelda teleports away. A magical goat man gives you his arm to save your life, oh. and and, uh, and the master sword gets teleported back in time to go heal. It's and okay. then, and then it's you start playing weird. the game. It's awesome. Interesting. It's a, it actually it's a lot rules. of like. It's a lot of like Anandor's just like you're no match it's for so me, boy. It's so fucking cool. You it's would like... need some kind of goat daddy to help you here. <laughs> it's but all so... the goat daddies are long dead. It's so awesome. He just like wakes up. He's like, so you're Link, and then he and then he holds out his sword. It's like, huh, is that the sword that's supposed to hurt me? And then he just shatters it. And he's like, it's... pathetic idiot. It's so it's so <laughs> very it's awesome. CJ. It's, it's so, so fucking very cool. CJ. So Link has a fa- has an auto mail arm and is essentially Edward Elric then. Yeah, but it's not a robot nice. arm. It just belongs to a goat daddy preview. arm. Yeah. A go- oh, it's a- not like a mechanical arm. An ancient goat man who is kind of a god, but I don't think he's a god. People just say he's a god because he's like right, part of an advanced race of goat people. Part of an it. Ad- he's part of an advanced race of goat people who came down to Earth. And plowed a bunch of Hylians, and that's where royalty comes from. Right. And his what? name is. And oh, no. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I was and half his, listening, and, and, and then I had to actually think about that. And his name <laughs> Wait, is. So Zelda's part goat person? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unequivocally. That's how you know yes. she's. That's how you know she's royalty. Yes. No. That's. Uh, hmm. Okay, you can explain Zelda. I'll, to me. I'll, so, I'll, so I'll, listen, <laughs> if you if you saw Goat Daddy, you would probably be like, "I would have his kids." Here, I'll, Fran, I'll, do you get it? What Fran, I? Fran. Oh, I get it. Okay, because thank you, because that's what baby goat. goats are called. Got it. I get right. it. Okay. Here, this is no, what he I, looks like. God, why? I they thought we were talking about furries. They gave him the cum gutters. Look at that. Oh. Yeah. That is a goat daddy. Yeah, that's Raru. Yeah. Which he yeah. used to look like this in the old games. I immediately, so I was watching Lizzie play, and then she was like, this guy's named Raru. And I'm like, like the guy from Ocarina? And she's <laughs> like, what? And I'm like, you know, the old guy who lives in the spirit realm or whatever and turns into an owl? Yeah, it's the same Apparently he's a goat. name. It's the same named guy. This is Goat Daddy. This is- okay. this Goat is Daddy the, seems pretty chill. This is, yeah, he is. Uh, and okay. then this is the mommy- so who did he fuck? This one. Her right there. The Hyruleans. This one. That right there. Okay, who is she? Her name's Sophie. She uh, she yeah. should be Hylia by the by the existing lore, but she her name's Sophie. 
Okay. I for sure thought that she was going to be Hylia. She's wearing laurels, which is what like you use to denote. Like in storytelling, when you put laurels on a person, you are saying this I, person is a deity. Again, though, CJ, this is just like proving that the Hylian religion is just like made up off of this fact. Like this is so, just a lady who went to pound town with a goat uh, man, and so that's Zelda's where the religion came that, that from. Ears are pointy because they're goat ears. Incorrect. Sophie's ears are also pointy. All Hylian's wow. ears are pointy because it helps them hear the goddess better. We learned that but, in Skyward Sword, Fran. But the goddess is her? Maybe. Then well, they also, they also right, say so that they he's, they also say he's a god, but he's not a god. He's just a goat man from the sky. Well, he's not Who, from the yeah, sky. He has good science, and so they call him a god. He's, oh, instead of witchcraft, they actually like are going like right. Oh. They use they use like robots, and he can use his hand to stick a bunch of like pieces of metal and like stone and like fans and stuff together, and like make an airplane. And then he gives you his arm, and then you can do that. Oh, is that where that Twitter that tweet came from with the robot with the fire deck? Yes, that I probably. sent in the chat. Okay, yeah, that's okay. his his. He comes from an advanced species that made stuff like that, and they were like, truly, uh, this is the work of a god. Okay. Yep, exactly. Okay. And then All this right. is Zelda. She gets teleported back in time because it's a Legend of Zelda game, and then she goes and oh, hangs god. out with her ancestors. Okay. Weird. Well, everyone, you have made it to the end of another episode of The Lore You Know. That's right. This one is over, but we, of course, want to thank you all for listening, for giving us those good reviews on the podcast sites, giving us your likes and subscribes, all of that helps us out tremendously and really keeps us going so that we can continue to make this show that has become a big part of our lives the past couple of years. Uh, of course, we want to thank Gailstorm Kitsune for doing the artwork for the podcast, and we want to thank Apaggio for doing the intro and outro, as well as the little interludes that you've been hearing throughout the whole episode. Uh, any part of it you can take out and listen to, uh, and still a banger. Um, we have one final clip for you guys that uh, hopefully kind of rounds out the this little clip show that we put together here. Um but we want to just thank you again for listening. Uh, it has meant a lot to us that we could make something that we really like to make. Uh, and so I hope this little couple year in review has been, uh, has been enlightening for you as it has been fun for us to make. So uh, enjoy our little outro segment. And uh, may all of your spooky Halloween wishes come true. But for now, I've been CJ, and this is why we made the podcast in the first place. So, I if ever I am if if our show gets really popular, if ever I'm asked like the origin of the show, I know exactly the. I know the exact two things that led me up to want to make the show in its current iteration. One mm -hmm. of one of the things was I was explaining to Ethan the family tree of Knuckles in the extended <laughs> Archie comic universe and I was I'm just excited to hear that episode. I was just going deeper and deeper into like 
oh, it, I guess he had an uncle who did this stuff. Oh, I guess his, his like great nephew did this in a follow-up series and, and like stuff like that. So we talked about that for like an hour where I mm-hmm. just talked about Knuckles. And then the other thing is when we were watching Castlevania mm. and we had like a half hour long discussion on it's weird that vampires fuck the people that they also suck blood out of because that's very similar to if I had sex with pigs. And then Ethan was describing how it was different and I was just describing how I don't think I could have sex with the thing that I was also eating later. And then we mm-hmm. talked about that for a long time and just talked about vampires in general and like what the mm-hmm. what the line is there. And then I was like, we could make a podcast where we just talk about silly lore things that don't make sense and that's where i'm that's down where the for a knuckles from. episode of the family tree and then i think the reason that i picked fran as the second person to be on it though is because we talked about something maybe it was kingdom Hearts stuff or we just were talking about nonsensical could also be that well the th- it was also resident evil you were doing a resident we evil did re- oh that's true and when we did like, the resident evil happening? gameplay and you were like looking up stuff and while then, i was playing the game yeah and then yeah. It, also the three of us watched evangelion together and that, that was very mm-hmm. silly nope that series is just wild. That series is we watched Sword Art Online and then we watched Evangelion. That I was, still don't that was a understand why Evangelion has such a whole I don't either. I don't understand for listen, I, I get that it, I get that it is the it's way it is. It's been remade like fifteen it's times. It's made in Japan. It's because every time they make an ending, the fan base is like, no, nah, I don't like that. And they're like, fine, we'll try again. I just don't understand which why it's which hole. is basically the plot of the big O. It's been if decades. You think about it's it. been Decades. I know, and they're Decades. still doing it. I still Since think. Sh- I, st- show I still think released. about the shitty ending they didn't even to have Big O in action. <laughs> Every day. Can't believe you showed me that, knowing how it ended. It was a curse, uh, curse, a blight upon my house. It's a good show. It's fine. I never watched the. Big the o. show is good. The ending's dog shit.